Hey everyone, and thanks for finding Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Saeed. And join us as we talk about anime, manga, video games, and pretty much everything in between. And no matter what the episode's content, we promise that you'll have a good time hanging out with us. Without further ado, here we go. to Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes, who after a quick break feels much better um, from those those ghost pepper wings. And I'm joined by my friends, Demetrius. We're about to run a whole Thomas and Friends train on you. <laughs> Thomas and Friends. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this is where, yo, I swear I did it last time before, no, I'm, and Saeed, before I start talking, and Saeed. What to do, boopies? What to do? Oh my god, the boopies too. Boopies. Yo, I swear to you guys right now, not to the listeners because they're hearing it, but to you too right now, the Thomas and Friends theme song is playing underneath this just like it did last episode because I'm telling you I did it last <laughs> episode. I'm gonna cut it. I'm gonna cut it off now, but but it's there. It's there. So if you guys are wondering what the Thomas the Thomas the Tank Engine references are. Uh, Thomas and Friends reference is if you're wondering why the announcement picture for the Yu Yu Hakusho podcast which was our last podcast episode go check it out is the main cast of Yu Yu Hakusho with their faces on Thomas the Tank Engine characters uh, go back and check out the last episode because I mean do we talk about some choo choo stuff in there a little bit <laughs> a little bit a little bit just, just a little bit just, literally just a little bit um, but go go back, listen through the whole thing. Uh, same same shtick in the beginning here. We appreciate you guys all listening. We appreciate all of the uh, support, the new followers we're getting from these new anime stores that are following us. You know, hit us up, hit us up, DM us on Instagram or something if you want to get a deal done. Because I know you guys are watching. Um, or or you can send or, us an email. Yeah, at yeah, backlogbebop yeah. At, at gmail.com. Uh, our, our business email at backlogbebop uh, at gmail.com. So, you know, you know, you know, you know, they're, they're, you can reach out to us, uh, all these anime stores. We'll give you a shout out maybe uh, if we if we can. But last episode we talked about Yu Yu Hakusho um, by Yoshihiro Togashi. Probably one of, one of, not even probably, one of his two most popular works. But this episode, we're going to be discussing his second of his most popular works because, like I said in the last episode, Level E, we're not going to talk about that. None of us really watched it or read it. It was a shorter series, not as important. Um, One might argue that the series we're about to talk about right now, Hunter x Hunter, is perhaps his masterpiece work. It is his magnum opus of manga, despite it not being done. Uh, it has it goes by many a name. Oh, and if you want to know who he is, who Yoshihiro Togashi is, also go back listen to the beginning of our last uh, episode because we kind of go into who he is, who his relations are, works he's done, awards he's received, all that. Just know he's really famous mangaka um, or mangaka. 
But Hunter x Hunter, um, still going on. We're in the longest hiatus period. There are going to be spoilers in this podcast. So similar to last time, thank you for the click. You know, we appreciate all the listens. If you want to just keep us on mute, if you don't want this spoiled for you, be much appreciated. If you just want to leave and come back and listen to us later, you know, we got 32 other episodes, 33 other episodes out there you can go listen to. More than that, because our big three series was weird with the numbering, but uh, are going to be spoilers. But before we jump into the spoilers, I think we discussed this, guys. Let's talk about some of the quirks of Hunter Hunter, because while I just said that it is, or Hunter x Hunter, however you want to pronounce it, it could be considered the magnum opus of our friend Yoshihiro Togashi. It is not without its criticisms. So <laughs> Big time. <laughs> Big big time. And not necessarily on the story side. Not necessarily on the anime side. But I'd say there are two things in particular that um, that people kind of dog it for. And that is the amount of time it takes for chapters to come out now. And the art. So, Saeed, would you like to discuss what this thing about the art with our boy Yoshihiro Togashi is? It is trash. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Because in Yu Hakusho, I did see manga panels. It wasn't that bad. Hunter Hunter has its moments of good art or decent art. Especially but early I on. I don't know what happens. Yeah, early on, it's kind of okay. It's still a little, I don't know, not refined, I guess. But just very weird inconsistencies on how characters look for some reason as the story goes on in the manga. Like, Krolo looks has a different nose every time I see him, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and the Chimera Antarch in particular, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but the art in that arc is abysmal at some points. It's worse than story chicken scratch chicken scratch kindergartner level art. It's it's so odd to me. I don't know what was going on with Togashi I know he has some health problems which is the reason why he takes his hiatuses especially with his back yeah his back yeah uh yeah what was the other thing it was art and what else the hiatus uh, I'd say before the hiatus hiatus stuff um the other the other criticism and I just thought about this now uh that ties into the art is and Saeed I know you got I've seen you tweet about it bro it's that lack of art that this man Togashi puts out this man is writing oh, books. Oh, yeah. He is he writing writes, books. Yeah, some panels, especially recently for some reason, it's heavily, uh, heavy dialogue. It's just white pages with paneling for some reason. I don't know why he paneled out the words he wanted to panel out. It could have just <laughs> been one blank page with just paragraphs at that point. But, yeah, just very little art as the story goes on. Or We're talking like person's no face in the or... corner, person's face yeah. in the corner of a page with a speech bubble, and every little panel is its own speech bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Togashi's mm-hmm. never been big on backgrounds, but this is like, I can't believe, like Saeed was saying earlier, probably off the podcast, how are his editors letting him get away with this? One criticism I do have of Togashi's writing, I don't have many, this is probably the only one I have, is... He tends to over-explain. It's very hand-holdy. Mm-hmm. The way... Yeah. Especially in Hunter Hunter. Not so much in Yu Yu Hakusho, but in Hunter Hunter. Like, if you watch the anime, the narrator goes into 
explicit detail about things, which is also which is cool too. But it gets to a point where it's like the reader or the audience you think they're not gonna understand what you're trying to say unless you say exactly word for word what you want to convey, which is I think kind of a weakness in writing if you if you need and, to handhold your reader. And we can get into that too, um, because we can get into that in a bit too when we start getting in the story arcs, because I think part of it stems from the power system that he created oh, with yeah, Nen and with conditions on yet. Also, on one Nen. of the best, uh, in my opinion, one of the best power systems in Shonen is mm-hmm. Nen. Nen. Uh, Nen, yeah, which it, it comes with its own problems. But it is like an RPG game. Yeah, Del Greed Island. But um, so the art or lack thereof art, and then before we get talking, there is the one thing I mentioned: the hiatuses. This man never releases chapter it's almost been two years since we've gotten a chapter of hunter Mm -hmm. hunter and it still sells which is just insane it sells well Well, i mean he's uh he writes fantastic though like the story and everything the characters his character writing story writing plot wise everything's on point it's just the inconsistencies of the releases I wonder mm-hmm. how long Miura was on hiatus for. Like, what's his longest record? That's tr- yo. Well, Miura, we know Miura. He he takes hiatuses whenever new Love Live games come out because that boy's all all on those Love Live games. And Togashi's Dragon Quest. <laughs> yeah, yo, Dragon Quest. That's Dragon the Quest Eleven. So good. Uh, but let's see. I actually have a chart. I can't speak about Miura. All jokes aside. But so Togashi, we got. Um, he had a the longest hiatus before this one was uh he released a chapter in 2014 and then it took him to 2016 to release another one it was 80 plus weeks we are currently eclipsing that one so we're living through history um and i think that actually it folds nicely into one more rule of what we're about to talk about here in the story arcs we're pretty much only going to touch upon the stuff that happens in the anime. I think it's fair to say that, right, guys? Yeah, the mm-hmm. 2011 anime. Yeah, 2011 mm-hmm. anime. Because while there are a couple of arcs after the 2011 anime, um, one of them isn't done. And, you know, we're not going to talk surprise. similar to One Piece. I consider yeah, both surprise. of them as one. I don't know why it's Yeah, uh, it's... In general, it's the um, it's the Dark Continent Expedition arc slash the Succession Contest arc. Mm-hmm. We're not just like our One Piece thing. We're not going to talk about those really because we while we could talk about the Dark Continent Expedition arc, that's really only nine chapters, and then it goes into Succession Contest arc, which is ongoing, which is forty two chapters, and is not done. So we're going to cap mm-hmm. this this discussion at the 13th Hunter Chairman Election Arc, which is right after Chimera I think end. I caught up to Hunter Hunter 2014-2015 while a hiatus was happening. Yeah. It's, the other long hiatus was happening. It's very it, frustrating. It's one of these series where, like, it's been on break so long, you got to almost go back and reread what happened. Oh, yeah. Not, not because you necessarily want to. There's so much content to. in the chapter, like, it's so nuanced. It's like you have to reread before these, you read the new chapter. Are these like 20-page chapters or are these like 40-page chapters? 20, these are like the... Like regular. 
Wow, mm. and they're that dense? Dang, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost like, um, especially with the more recent chapters, like this man put, I forget what chapter it was more recently before we get into talking spoiler stuff. There was walls of text, and then the dude also had a diagram, like in the middle of the walls of text, talking about how mm-hmm. someone's power worked. Like, mm-hmm. and it's again, we can we can discuss this when we get to the Nen power system and all of that, but it's written so densely to a point where you can't show how certain things work and have it make sense off of showing it. You have to have pages and pages of explanation and diagrams, which mm-hmm. is very cool, especially in anime setting. But when you have people that are hungry for content, uh, similar to how I'm hungry for content in Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle Part 2 uh, for the <laughs> new celebration, which by the time this goes live, will new content will come out. But that's neither here nor there. I got to mention it every episode. Uh, similar to how people are hungry for content in Hunter Hunter, like when you get one chapter every two years, a chapter explaining someone's power is like a slap in the face almost. Like it's really tough. So yeah, yeah. Just just keep those little things in mind. Um, but we wanted to get guess, all of the kind of the one go ahead, positive go ahead. for the hiatuses. I would say is maybe it gives them more time to think about the story in general. Like. You're like taking an a hiatus. Yeah, so the story better be good. Like obviously it's good because you have all this time to think about where you want to go with the story and how you want to plan it out. I guess that's the one thing. I wonder how Hunter Hunter would have been if there was no hiatus. I don't know mm-hmm. if the writing quality would have suffered because of that. Because maybe he had more time to think about concepts as things were going on. Like for example in the Chimera Antarctic. I think that arc took nearly 10 years to finish. Yeah, it was a long one. Which is insane. In fact, let me check right now. Wow. It took 10 years? So the first first chapter... Or 9 or 10 or something like that. The first chapter of the Chimera and arc was released. It's um, chapter 186 of Hunter x Hunter. It was released on October 3rd, 2003 exactly um, but that's the that was in the volume format in weekly jump it was june 23rd 2003 and the last chapter chapter 318 so that's 133 chapters for this arc uh chapter 318 came out april 4th uh well october 3rd 2011 but april 4th 2012 in volume format yeah nearly 10 years yeah. wow Wow, it was a frustrating read. I, I would have imagined if you're, you were a hundred hundred fan during that time. Oh period. man, yeah. Imagine one about arc, it. only a hundred and what forty odd chapters for the arc. Which is a long yeah. arc. It's a long arc, but a hundred and forty chapters in eight what eight nine years. Mm-hmm. And also, here's the other thing. Uh, I don't know what the current thought on the current arc is. This Dark Continent slash uh, Succession contest, but Chimera mm-hmm. and Arc is considered one of the best Shonen Jump or just Shonen arcs of shonen all time. Shonen arcs in period, in yeah. Period, yeah, it's famous of, of all time. So imagine mm-hmm. waiting ten years to have this arc finish. That's like mm-hmm. uh, to put it in terms of another anime series or another manga series. That's like imagine if Marineford in One Piece took ten years to finish. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's... For perspective, I think, uh, to be fair, though, uh, 
If Chimera Antarctica was like 140 chapters, I think yeah. Marineford was only 40 chapters. Yeah, it but, was 133. Uh, 130, okay. Uh, but it'd be like Dressrosa taking 10 years to finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took yeah. like two years mm, to finish or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. That's mm. because what? If you think, let's 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 break this down again, and then we'll go into it. Then we'll go into it. 133 mm. chapters. Typically, you have a chapter every week, but maybe you miss... Like just let's say you're perfectly healthy the whole time. You're you're putting a manga out. You get a chapter every week for one year. That's fifty two chapters. Um, or h- how many weeks are in a year? Is it fifty two or fifty six? It's fifty two. Fifty two. You get fifty two chapters out, but then Golden Week, New Year's, Japan. So we'll say you get like forty eight ish. We'll say forty five to forty eight ish chapters out every year, right? Um. Mm-hmm. Even then, that should only take you about like what? Maybe three, three years, years. Three, three yeah. and a half years. Three years, and it took this man three times that. And that is again because of hiatuses, him planning it out, health problems, doing whatever else. So, long story short, with we wanted to get kind of the negative aspects out of the way, or not negative, but aspects people in the community kind of ding Hunter Hunter for having just so that we can talk about all the good um mm-hmm. because life is it's frustrating there's a lot of good cuz it's it's amazing it's frustrating it's frustrating being a hunter hunter fan with how good the series is and how little you can get once you're caught up mm-hmm. um so with those two things out of the way with art issues uh or lack of art issues and with hiatuses out of the way we will be discussing the 2011 anime series uh, again, keep in mind there are two arcs after the 2011 anime series ends, but we're not touching on those. Uh, it's incredible. It's an incredible, incredible, incredible series. I believe right now I'm opening up my anime list. Uh, right now, not my personal my anime list, but just as a whole, it is ranked out of all the user ratings as the third best series on my anime list, besides Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and Steins Gate. So. Ooh, I didn't know Good. Steinsgate was that high. Oh, Steinsgate's number two, my guy. Let's go. Steinsgate well deserved. Dope. Well deserved. But, um, and again, this is very subjective, but that just shows kind of how high, how highly the community ranks it. Uh, just for us, just for the boys aside, Gintama is number four and number six and number eight. Uh, hey. And number twelve, and number thirteen, and number fourteen. Let's go, let's go. But um, so Hunter Hunter, extremely, extremely good series. Talking about the twenty eleven anime because it's an extremely good adaptation of, again, Togashi's better, Magnum it's Opus. It's a better, it's a better, it's a better medium than the manga. Point yeah. blank, this is one of the yeah. only times I can say for a hundred percent fact that the anime is far superior than the manga. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so watch mm-hmm. watch the anime I can't say I watched in English like the Yu Yu Hakusho one I watched it in Japanese I don't even know what the English dub sounds like um, but it sounds okay let's, but you let's, should probably watch it in sub yeah I think it's on maybe it's on Funimation I'm not sure I know it's on Crunchyroll um, Blu-ray releases are really weird with it there are a couple movies out there too but let's just get right into it with the Hunter excuse me the Chuni I mean no, no, no. I was right the first time. The Hunter exam arc. <laughs> um, so there are going to be little jokes. There are going to be little jokes ar- around here. 
uh, talking about Naruto taking some stuff from Hunter Hunter. But mm-hmm. brief, briefly, Hunter exam arc, we have our guy, Gone or Gone Freaks. He wants to be a hunter, uh, which is a job in this universe you can do where you can go explore and you can go to whatever country you want. There are a bunch of different types of hunters, but you have to take a crazy test. So he goes off. His, his father is also a hunter. Yeah. Uh, to get a license. So he goes off. Uh, he meets again, very, very Yu Yu Hakusho-esque because it's the same author. He ends up meeting a crew of three other people. So there are four of them. He meets a uh, good His old Karapika. Yeah. Yo. Yep. Actually, they both wear green. It's, it's they adult both start in green. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's Not, adult Yusuke, basically. Yep. So you have uh, Kurapika. Tell me if this sounds familiar. The same too. It's yeah. a it's a uh, a person whose entire clan was killed, and they have like red eyes that can like yep, help them with like eyes. grant them some sort of powers or some it's that type of mm-hmm, thing. That type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, so, I mean, that, that sounds a little bit like a little bit about like some Uchiha type of stuff. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. And he wants to avenge his clan. Yep, all that. Yeah, he yep. wants to avenge his clan. He has to avenge his clan from uh, uh, by killing off some some organization people. You know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, I mean that's, that's whatever. Uh, so he meets Kurapika. He meets Kilwa, who is a son of this very uh, famous slash infamous um, assassination family. And he meets Leorio, who's just this normal dude who wants to be this doctor. Um, also introduced are Hisoka, or is Hisoka, um, who is a pedophile. Yep, straight up. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is, folks. Facts. Straight up. Facts. Cool he goes, character. He goes, he's a pedophile. Yeah, he goes swing. He really goes swing cool. when he sees the little Really boys. cool character design, but he's a pedophile. Mm-hmm. He uses, like, playing cards and later on we find some bungee gum type of stuff he calls there was a, there was uh, a hisoka in a yu yu Hakusho in the tournament arc i remember there's a clown using cards and stuff mm-hmm. that was suzuka he views, uh, i think it was suzuka he fun fact before i before i go he calls uh for to to back up our pedophile theory not even a theory fact he calls gone his unripe fruit Ooh. he's grooming um, but anyway yo yeah, there's yeah, literally 100%. a scene Literally, he goes, a swing. scene. Okay, yes, where he goes swing and says he's getting turned on. But he's looking at like Gon's Gone and Killua's backsides, ass. like their booties. Yeah. Like and they get shivers down their spine. Yo, he's he's literally, literally a pedophile. Mm-hmm. So and, and he's and, into trees. Oh, and he's in the trees. <laughs> So, that scene um, was pretty intense, though. Oh yeah, 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 hundred yeah. um, percent. And and also, uh, I'm going to combine this hunter exam arc discussion with the next arc, unofficial arc called the Zoldic family arc, because at the end of the hunter exam, of course, um, they all pass except for Kilua because Kilua, I mean, killed somebody. To his name, he killed somebody. <laughs> oh, we got introduced to also Ilumi. We didn't mention. Oh yeah, Ilumi. Ilumi, Ilumi, Ilumi Kilua's Ilumi. older brother. Mm-hmm. So Kilua hmm, ends up after they all pass. Too. <laughs> so after after they all pass, uh, except for Kilua, Kilua goes to the Zoldic family mansion. Gon is like Kilua's my boy, so they all go off to go spring him from the mountain. They save him. He decides to travel with Gon. 
that's those two mm-hmm. arcs. So so thoughts. Let's just get the discussion going uh, with the Hunter exam and the Zoldic family arc. And I plan on speaking dope. my opinion. Oh, dude, the OP. Yeah. Is... Departure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate the it was the same are OP. Fire. Yeah. Oh, the endings in Hunter Once, Hunter are insane. The first one, Shadow to Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yo, yes. what's the song? Yep. Thunderbolt? Is that the name? <sighs> something like that. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's Thunderbolt. I think no. it's like Just Awake or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Just Awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got oh, it on my man. playlist. So good. There was the first ending good. I heard that was like Screamo, Screamo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is this show like?" Because you have departure versus that, and you're like, "What is yeah. this show really about?" Yeah, it, it, makes it sense. drew me in. Yeah, and de- I think it's actually that's a good segue into something that I wanted to say because if if you listen to the last episode, I didn't talk so much, and let's just say I was focusing because towards the end, <laughs> uh, second half of that, I was focusing because those ghost pepper wings were they were hitting me in a certain way. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> um, but the the theme the opening theme is so bubbly so bright of a song and it's used throughout the whole series just different verses of it and the ending themes tend to be way more intense and i think it's a good illustration of the series as a whole because you start hunter hunter up and you're like oh this looks like a happy go lucky shonen type of series right and then people actually wrong. like start dying <laughs> people start like yeah. getting killed <laughs> You get a little like hints, hunt, even, there's like a, the way it starts is very bubbly, and even within the arcs itself, there's like a bubbly aspect and then a dark aspect from the beginning. But as the arcs go on, it gets more and more dark. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot it's of like, casual death. Yeah, like death just doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It, well, it's not that it doesn't mean anything, but it's like an accepted thing within the world of trying to be a hunter, and I appreciate Hunter Hunter for doing that and not just being mm-hmm. this little kid show type of uh shonen mm-hmm. series like people straight up like during the hunter exam how many no-name people just get got right oh, <laughs> a lot, lot. Tons. Yeah. uh so it's Shout i, I out like to that my main no nick what's his name no nick what was his face oh no oh the dude with the round nose tompa yeah 90 day fiance oh 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 big ed big ed big ed yeah big ed was in hunter hunter Tonpa was it? Was his name Tonpa? Tonpa, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tonpa's the boy, Big Ed, bro. He's the, he's the one who gave people like stuff to make their stomach upset or something like that. Yeah, (laughs) he slipped some to West last episode. Yep. Oh, oh, yep, yep. (laughs) Dude, fun fact: Tonpa gave me those wings, not Popeye. (laughs) He was the guy working there. You're like, hmm. You look familiar. Uh huh. I'd be like, you know, I I like. I help run an anime podcast. Oh yeah, hundred. The exam was nice. There's different obstacles. First one was a was a race or like a marathon type of thing. It was a where marathon. My man's butler man was just like putting striding, just walking real real fast, and everyone had <laughs> yep. to keep up with them. And then yep. they got to the forest where they had the name tags, which is where yeah, the where the Hisoka got turned on by the tree. Swing. They had that one cooking challenge too. That was pretty. Oh yeah, interesting. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had the interviews Didn't... they had to do, uh, and then the fights. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also got in, in the blimp during that arc. We got introduced to Head Hunter, the, cat, the president of the Hunter Association. Why am I blanking on Netero? his name? Netero? I think it's his name. Netero. Yeah, Netero. Yes, yes, yes. Netero. We got introduced to Netero as well, that arc. Mm-hmm. Lots of very... Arc finish. Oh. 
uh, I was going to say the arc finishes off in a tournament style type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, yeah. typical Togashi kind of, it's not, it's like an evolution of his tournament arc. It has a very unique mm-hmm. and kind of encapsulating Hunter Hunter. It's a very unique rule set for this tournament with how many people have to fight how many times and who will actually pass and how you can actually defeat the other person. It's very interesting. Yeah, and mm-hmm. honestly, when they first introduced Kilua, I wasn't sure if he was going to be an actual ally or if he was going to be an enemy. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I only saw the mm-hmm. t- 2011. I didn't read the manga or see the 1990s version. So I was like, dang. That one's this... aesthetic is really cool. Yeah, I, I might mm-hmm. go back it's and watch it. It's a lot darker. Yo, and even on, on that too about Kilua being an enemy, they even kind of like almost put it in your mind a little bit in the Zoldic family portion of this first uh, arc, if you want to call it that, when Kilo was dead, what's his name? Silva or whatever? Yeah. 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 When he's like, oh yeah. Looks if like you he's made straight some... up from an 80s manga. Yo, <laughs> oh, he does. Yo, he, you know who he looks like? He looks like that dude from the 90s Berserk series. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one captain dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. With the purple hair or whatever. What's his name? Morgan is not Morgan. I'm thinking of One Piece. No, but um, even then, the dad is like, "Oh, you made some friends. Like, go ahead, go see the world." And then they're like, "Why'd you le- let him leave?" And he's like, "He's my son," and like he'll ultimately realize he has to kill them or something. And when he does, he'll come right. back. To something us. like that. Like he'll find and you're his like, true oh. nature. Which was the interesting thing about Hunter Hunter is I think what evolved from Togashi's writing and Yu Yu Hakusho is the character writing is so good extremely like whole, good yeah Kirillo's whole like battle within himself is like trying to be himself outside of his family's values and stuff like that mm-hmm. yep and and we've mentioned it we've mentioned it before but Kirillo and Gon have one of the best genuine anime friendships of any oh, yeah. like anime that have ever been put out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah they perfectly understand each other they complement each other really well seeing how getting ahead of ourselves a little bit um what happens in the chimera ant arc when gone decides to do the thing you know and it was Killer like a was role react. reversal type of thing exactly it's it's so interesting from to the see beginning of yeah, the it was um, very very good it's almost like a negative writing. it was almost like a negative growth arc mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which credit to togashi normally those negative growth arcs don't really work that well but it was written in a way where, yes, it worked very well. Yeah. Ooh. But um, with this extremely dense, almost introductory section, with our characters becoming hunters or like Killua pledging to take the hunter exam arc again, learning more about their individual uh, motivations, wanting to be a doctor, wanting to avenge his clan, uh, wanting to find his father knowing that his dad is a well-known hunter, we move on from this to the good old Heaven's Arena arc. Um, Fire ending theme. Fire ending theme. Oh, my boy Zushi, the goat. The absolute legend. Heaven's Arena is one of the better arcs in Hunter x Hunter. The thick-eyebrowed boy doing nothing but battling thick eyebrows did you say a thick mm-hmm. eyebrow boy that does a lot of karate and taijutsu i'm sorry whoa, are we talking whoa, about rock whoa, lee whoa, whoa. i didn't uh, even who? notice that who who 
Oh man. Uh, so we and get he to heaven's arena. a harder time harnessing. The, this is where we get introduced to the concept of Nen, and he also had a harder time than Kilo and Gone. Hmm. Uh, but so heaven's arena, pretty much. Oh, um, before I even talk about heaven's arena, this is an aspect that's about to come into play in heaven's arena that I very much like about Hunter Hunter, and it is a natural evolution from his Yu Yu Hakusho writing. He's not afraid to split up the core group of four and have them doing their own things at the same time. Oh, very true. Or have them be doing their own things at the same time. You got some of that in Yu Yu Hakusho, right? But a lot of the arcs, um, save for the last one, it's a lot of, like, them doing stuff together, right? Them getting together in the first arc. Them fighting the tournament together in the second arc. Them having to confront Sensui in the third arc, right? Here... We have our main squad of four, and then it quickly goes down to a main squad of two, of Gon and Killua, and then Leorio goes does his own thing, Kurapika goes does his own thing. Uh, so, Heaven's Arena is pretty much Gon and Killua go to Heaven's Arena, which is this giant 251 floor building that's pretty much just a tournament, with each floor being like another fight for you to do to try to get to the top to make more cash. And they meet this mm-hmm. dude named Wing, who teaches them about Nen which is the new combat system in Hunter Hunter, which we'll get into here in a second. Which is really um, interesting because it's like it's really simple, but it's complex at the same time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's also kind of like the secret Hunter exam because knowing Nen is almost necessary to being an elite type of Hunter. Mm-hmm. So they kind of hinted that there was more to the Hunter exam. So learning Nen is kind of that secondary one. Uh, they also meet his young bushy browed taijutsu using uh apprentice zushi who joins them as they go up in the tournament that pedo boy hisoka also shows up in the tournament the scene in the hallway was pretty dope hisoka was like mm-hmm. you guys aren't ready yep he yeah, said because he doesn't he does he is hisoka's character is very complex too because he wants to fight gone but he also wants to protect gone until he's ready it's, to it's fight more of like a it's like a possession thing yeah mm-hmm. so like he's he's saying uh, nobody else can fight or hurt this person but i can mm-hmm. and the little subplot that we didn't mention before is in what saeed was describing as the hunter exam where they had to steal each other's number tag um hisoka kind of works gone a little bit Gon feels like maybe he was he got like a number tag from pity that type of thing so he wants to finally return this number tag to hisoka and have a battle to show his improvement so that's kind of the culmination such a good opening sequence to a fight like two minutes of no dialogue the tone yeah Mm -hmm. so that is the the climax of the heavens arena arc um so let us discuss some heavens arena arc Yo, the fight the ending theme, <laughs> electric. But yeah, let's let's jump in with the fight. Let's jump in with the fight. Or actually, oh, no, God. no. Let's jump in with Nen. We'll we'll discuss Nen first. I think that would make this make more sense. True, true. You got a point. So Nen, mm-hmm. what did they say Nen was? It's, it's like kind of like a like a aura uh, thing. Yeah, it's almost like a chi, uh, life energy aura. Uh, type of thing where you're born with what like there's different categories of the nen and you're born 
with a and then you you lean towards one of the categories the most and the second cat the secondary category according to whatever your first category is that you're also pretty good at and ev- like things across the board from the your innate category your weakest at it's it's very rpg like yeah if it, to put it sim- in simple terms think of an rpg with different classes basically right Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a warrior class, that a power class, stealth class, that type of RPG type of thing. But there in Hunter Hunter, there's an enhancer, which our main character Gon is more proficient at. There's like conjurers, transmitters, uh, a bunch of I forget how many there are. I think there's, there's like, I think there's a specialist something like that. Yeah, they can do like all of them. They can do yeah, certain specialists or like they have codes. yeah they have cheat codes they have like rules outside of the rules. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then you can make your type of Nen stronger by like placing conditions on it. Um, like Kurapika, for instance, this man is like invincible, but only if he's fighting a member of the Phantom Troop. And if he tries to use his stuff on someone that's not the Phantom Troop, he'll like kill himself. Mm-hmm. That's the condition he put on his ability. Mm-hmm. Which I think in this arc, didn't we flash back to, uh, or not flashback, but uh, cut to sometimes. What Kuriapika was doing, because he... Yep. Yeah, he was learning We found out how he got Nen, too, because... And then how he found his little chains that he wants to use, or decided to use chains as his... I think he's a conjurer. He's a conjurer, yeah. Yeah. Like, his his specialty is conjurer, but he was able to find out a way to become a specialist when fighting the Phantom Troop. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of... And this goes back to what we were saying in the beginning. Like, it's a very unique... Um, power curve, power scale, power leveling uh, that opens itself to a variety of different techniques ranging from just making yourself stronger to conjuring things to utilizing certain elements and all that. And then there's also, like we just talked about, conditions you can put on yourself to make things better. So again, easy example. Karapika can conjure these chains and if he like with one of the chains if he wraps a member up from the phantom troop with the chain it's unbreakable but it can only be phantom troop people that double-edged sword super creative also means that there has to be a lot of explanation like we talked about in the beginning and it lets togashi break his own rules constantly of things that certain characters can do but so that's nen in a nutshell um Think RPG that characters can build upon. Now let's get into the fight. Okay, so the big fight, of course, is Gon versus Hisoka, which, of course, Gon is walking in the underdog, mm-hmm. and it's quickly revealed in the fight that he is definitely the underdog because Hisoka basically takes it very easy on Gon because you see Hisoka fight other people, and it's a lot more serious. Hisoka literally loses an arm. And it gets sewed back on. So he's Hisoka's basically... also a member of the Phantom Troop. Of the Phantom as Troop. As far as we know at this That's, point. Yeah, this, this arc will get revealed. He's a Phantom no, Troop member. Number four. Hisoka. Yes. He Okiora. was talking to... What's I mean, her name? He, he, him and uh, What's-Her-Face from the Phantom Troop have a very unique relationship, too. The Thread, like the thread Girl? Together. Yeah, the Thread yeah. Girl. I can't remember her name. And That's terrible. Gon is an enhancer, which basically means uh, his power-based moves, as in like punching and stuff, 
that's where he uh, specializes in. Like he can enhance his punching strength or combat strength. Very straightforward, like like a straightforward buff to uh, all your physical attributes. Basically, is what a enhancer is. Yeah. And Hisoka's technique is called bungee gum. I forget which category that is. It has both the properties of rubber and gum. And gum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. When I, when I figured it out, when I found out, or whenever I got to the point where they revealed that, I was a little, I guess, disappointed because of how powerful Hisoka was. Like, why is this ability so weird? But it, but it's a very unique ability. Uh-huh. Very, very I mean, handy. it's it's... Bringing it back to like One Piece, when you find out that uh, Luffy's power is rubber, you're like, okay, well, that's kind of whack. Like, he could have something cool, but then you see how he uses it, and you're like, whoa. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Respect. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the fight, the fight is incredible. I think most people who have seen the show or have heard of it have at least kind of seen that opening fight sequence where I want to say it's a good two minutes. Where there's no dialogue mm-hmm. and it's just gone and Hisoka fighting and it's intense, oh, extremely, intense. extremely, extremely well animated by Madhouse. It's just oh, intense. Oh yeah. By the way, Madhouse Studios, one of the best in the business. Mm-hmm. Just great, magnifique. So I mean, that fight was intense and that's really like the the climax of that arc if you ask me mm-hmm. yep so that is that it's it's pretty much whereas the first arc plus the kilo one was meant to be an introduction to the cast an introduction to the hunter system and the world uh, this was kind of an introduction to the power system through a not so tournamenty tournament style arc because uh, it wasn't really a tournament. It's just like almost a boss rush of types. Uh, mm-hmm. But result, Gon and Killua, Gon finally gets that hit on Hisoka. Um, they feel like they've grown up enough. They learn Nen. Now they move on and reunite with our boys, Kurapika and Leorio, in the York New City arc. Yo, fun fact. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. It took me... Someone was like, oh, someone... <laughs> a friend... or No, my, oh, it was no. my family... It was my family that'd be say. like, "Oh, York New is just New York," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, I feel stupid." If you look at the map in Hunter Hunter, it's just our world, but the continents are in different places. Yeah, that's basically it. Wow, I didn't even notice that. At least, at least this current world that we're seeing. Right. Spoilers. This right. world is enormous, but. I was going to mention uh, the transitions between the arcs in Hunter x Hunter are pretty interesting because uh, last arc, the Heaven's Arena arc, we got introduced to Hisoka being the Phantom Troop stuff and that links into this York New storyline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's a natural so, flow. Yep, and they're going to York New in order to uh, go to this auction where they might be able to find a game called Greed Island. Mm-hmm. And a joy station. Linked. Yeah, well, yeah, the on the joy station. station. <laughs> that happens to be linked to Jing Freaks, Gon's father. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then also... York New is my personal favorite arc in Hunter x Hunter. Yeah. Which one do you say? York New is your favorite? Yeah, York New is my favorite arc in Hunter x Hunter. It's, it's very good. It's really good. Um, meanwhile, while Gon and Kilo and Leoria are trying to buy Greed Island, 
Kurapika is a bodyguard for Neon Nostrad, uh, who is a collectible, or he's a collector of, like, flesh, of rare types of stuff. Uh, his daughter, Hernan, lets her, lets her, like, predict the future, almost. No, it does, yeah. Uh, through, like, poetry type of stuff. Uh, she can kind of ghostwrite that type of thing. And why is Kurapika working as a bodyguard for this guy? Well, it's because uh, his clan, the eyes of his clan, are going to be auctioned off. Um, the Phantom yep. Troop are also in York New City, and he thinks that by being the bodyguard for the Nostrad family, he can not only get close to the Phantom Troop, who are going to be at this auction, but he can also get close to the eyes of his clan, the Scarlet Eyes. So, Saeed... York New City is your favorite. Let's let's talk about it a little bit. What type of and so Saeed, York New is your favorite art. So yep. you, let's just let's just talk about it. Let's talk about it a little bit. What type of stuff you like? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, which one call it? Uh, the Phantom Troop's introduction. I feel like the Phantom Troop is one of the better villains in Shonen, like a villain group. I feel like it set the standard for villain groups. It might have been one of the first ones with the villain groups and stuff like that. Where, like, Naruto took inspiration from, Demon Slayer took inspiration from, and a bunch of other things. Uh, my favorite scene in Hunter x Hunter is in York New, which is when... Uh, we're skipping a little bit, but uh, whatchamacallit. Um, oh, the Krolo scene? U- yes, when Uvo dies, oh, and then the Phantom yeah. Troopers getting revenge on them. Krolo's in the on the skyscraper just conducting and the music comes on and everyone's just going crazy to get to avenge uh uvo they just start killing mm-hmm. everyone yeah it's gruesome because... it's it's beautiful it's 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 really good that's my favorite scene in the entire hunter hunter and of course that this ending is where theme. Ooh. Ooh. oh my god um because this is where we also this is the first time we get to see karapika's power uh uvo is uvo Gein, a member of the phantom troop and you know karapika he kind of he messes him he messes him up a little bit dude and uvo is you know? uvo is strong very really mm-hmm. strong yeah you know, yep. uvo is like ripping people's heads apart mm-hmm. and all that type of thing bite people's Kurapika heads off comes in screaming yep. really really loud yep. blowing people's eardrums out Mm-hmm. Looking a little bit like a mix of uh, Wolverine and Sabretooth from the Marvel comics. Yep. 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 Uh-huh. That's a good way so to put it. Zeh, ha, 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 Blackbeard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> true. That is him. Um, but again, it is like it's an arc where we get to see the the squad come back together and then actually fight against the Phantom Troop. This is where um. Because Gon and Killua get like taken to the Phantom Troop headquarters here too. Oh right? yeah, they yeah. get kidnapped. Oh, they're mm-hmm. oh such a good art. The whole Phantom Troop is interesting. They're quote unquote bad guys, but they're not bad guys. It's it's weird. Yeah, it depends what perspective you want to take it. It's it's again touching back to the Are you Hakusho conversation? There's a lot of gray in the villains in Togashi's work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what's and. This is a good point to mention that at one point, I don't remember who it was, but one of the Phantom Troop members quotes um, or starts to notice that Gon isn't inherently good or or evil. He's just dangerously like curious. 
Mm-hmm. Don't they invite him to join the Phantom Troop? Yeah, they Wogen did. Be like, yo, Nobu, I like you. Nobunaga. Or Nobunaga, yeah, yeah Nobunaga. Nobunaga. Shout out to my dog. Anyways. Nobunaga's a very interesting character. Yeah, he wanted mm-hmm. he wanted Gon to join the Phantom Troop. Yeah, because, uh, what was it? Because he said, wasn't Nobunaga, was he, am I remembering this incorrectly? Wasn't he, like, friends with, he was close with Uvogin? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And uh, Gon almost, because Uvogin's an enhancer just like Gon. Yeah, yeah. And it reminds Mm -hmm. him of him. Yeah. Yeah. So he kind of wants that other running mate where he can be like, yo, we can do the same type of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Very interesting look. Which is kind of like Hiei. Phaeton and he are very similar too. Yeah, big time. In their fighting style and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a very... It's an interesting arc for me because I do really like the arc and it leads into my favorite arc, which is actually a lot of people's not favorite arc. Um, oh, I was going to... We should talk about Krolo. Krolo is the main big bad for... He's the main... Uh, target for Kurapika because he's the leader of the Phantom Troop. And one of the mm-hmm. other coolest scenes in the arc was uh, Kurapika's dad and grandpa fighting Krolo. Oh, yeah. Oh, they Kilo show was, up. Yeah, Kilo was. It was insane. <laughs> Kilo was dad Just and grandpa. Yeah. Kilo was dad, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those were those the Zoldix. Cool. Yeah. And That's where you get to see them. You see strange. how strong his they power, are. Yeah, his power is like um, or his Nana, but like he's a, a specialist. Yeah. yeah. It's a book. Where he can take other people's nan ability and use it for himself. And mm-hmm. his whole thing he... was he wanted to get the powers of the girl. Yeah, the, the daughter the of the Nostrad family. Yeah. Yes. He wanted those powers. Because there was she had she also had that whole uh she had the whole prediction about pretty much about the Phantom Troop, how one of them was gonna die and yeah. then the rest of them were going to just go crazy to yeah. avenge him. Yeah, 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 and that was that was replaying in Krolo's head, and also in the arc, surprisingly, Kurapika almost avenges his clan because he's able to capture Krolo. Yep. Mm-hmm. He takes yeah, again, away his nen or something, doesn't he? Yeah, he puts the thing on Krolo. Yeah. He puts the little pox on Krolo using his nen yeah. ability, and yeah. that's what doesn't that disappoint um, Hisoka because we find out Hisoka wants to fight Krolo too. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hisoka wants to fight but, Krolo. But then when Krolo reveals that he Loses doesn't have his, his nen, Hisoka's yeah. kind of kind of bummed a little bit, you know. He then Hisoka doesn't want to kill him anymore because Hisoka's more of the he wants that challenge type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then afterwards he goes off, Krolo goes off. Is that the arc where he goes off and looks for somebody? Uh, yeah, I think he just starts the, walking the towards end. the east or something. Like something in that poet poetry. Oh yeah, yeah. Told yeah, him yeah, to walk yeah. east. Yeah. yeah. Um, Very so, oh, yeah. and then also, um, the whole point in the beginning was they wanted to buy Greed Island, but they don't buy Greed Island. They aren't able to outbid whoever, but the guy uh, who gets it is hiring hunters to go into Greed Island to bring him treasures and stuff. So, And that's when you get into Greed Island. Yup, there we go. You mean Sword Art Online. But better. The but isekai. better. The isekai. isekai. Yep. Except it's revealed that Greed Island is actually somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere in the world. So pretty much, um, gone Killua, Leorio, they help Kurapika recover after he fights Phantom Troop. Uh, 
again, Leorio and Karapika leave, so it's just Gon and Killua again. They join this team hired by the guy that ended up buying uh, Greed Island to go in and play the game. Uh, pretty much what happens is when you get into Greed Island, uh, it's almost like a video game. You are teleported to this new place. You have a brand new power system um, based around, well, kind of power system based like around cards, cards uh -huh, that are quote-unquote magic spells that you can use in order to like teleport someplace or see the abilities of somebody else um and then within greed island they also meet uh bisky biscuit kruger um who's that legal lolly she's 57 years old but <laughs> looks it's like a 12 year old jacked. yeah extremely extremely jacked and isn't the point the point of the game is to get all 100 cards and you can get three yeah or something like that you got to you gotta well i think you can leave still you're still allowed to leave because in the middle of greed island Killua leaves to go past the hunter exam so he becomes a hunter yeah he becomes a pro um, hunter yeah but i think you get like some sort of treasure or something if you get all of them oh yo um, greed island is where you're introduced to what nen can really do like of course you see mm -hmm. it in the phantom troop but then you get to see uh, gone and Killua's evolution. So Killua gets electricity powers. Yeah, because they train under Bisky. Mm -hmm. And Gone gets uh, his rock, paper, scissors, or Jajenkin powers, mm -hmm. which are really cool. Uh, and then the Phantom Troop also shows up because they want to try to find a way to get rid of the Nen Blade that Kurapika had put on Killua to nullify his powers. Krolo. So, <laughs> I got Krolo. you. Don't yeah, worry. yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, there is a very cool dodgeball thing. That's this arc, right? Yeah. There's a very cool dodgeball scene. Is it dodgeball and or volleyball? It's dodgeball. It's dodgeball because uh, because <laughs> the boy Hisoka, of course, shows up to help Gon and Killua with his bungee gum. With both the properties the... of rubber and gum. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Um, pretty much Gon goes in tries to find out stuff about his dad they have to fight this other dude named the bomber who's taken out other players it's a very like not super high stakes arc almost I want to say even though there's important stuff it's almost standalone feeling because while yeah. it's all about their growth it's not like you go from something very intense in York New to something completely different in Greed Island Mm -hmm. completely yeah. different yeah um, it, I, it doesn't really feel extremely serious until it's literally the crew versus the bomber that was when it was serious yeah. mm -hmm. um it's it's definitely more of a a growth and character introduction arc because of course phantom troop biscuit is important uh still the powers they gain uh very important but it's not like the card system or anything pops back up, right? Um, also, in a very Luffy-esque moment, doesn't Gon have a memory card from his dad's playthrough of Greed Island? I think, I think so. Yeah, and he's like, I don't want to use this or something. Very much similar to how Luffy is like when Usopp asks... Rayleigh about the One Piece. Oh, right, right, like, right. Nah, 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 stop. Yeah. So, 
Um, that I thought that was cool too. Again, it's it's he my gets favorite his arm arc. Blown off. Yeah, he gets his <laughs> arm straight up blown off by Genthuru. Mm-hmm. Freaking gone! Uh, just his arm is gone. It's very mm-hmm. reckless. Very very again kind of similar to Luffy in that way. They're both re- really reckless. I like Gon a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and his arm but comes back, again, but you know. Yeah. Uh, not the best arc, in my opinion, but my favorite, just because it's unique in the Hunter Hunter world. So, your guys' thoughts before we move on to the big one? Mm, no, I think... It was a I solid think, arc. Yeah, I was like, I think you summed it up pretty well. It was cool. All right, it ladies wasn't and gentlemen. Bad. It was overall really ladies. good. It's just... Yeah. When you compare it to the before and after, it... it, it it's hard to yeah, it's compare. Yeah, it's sandwiched in between like some intense storytelling. Yeah, and maybe yo, maybe that was maybe that was intended because you have an extremely uh, intense arc in York New. You get the little break in Greed Island, and ladies and gentlemen, we are now at that part. You are the arc ooh. considered to be one of, if not the greatest shonen arcs ever, was to be one put of, if onto not paper. The greatest shonen antagonists also oh yes so oh, yeah. of course um we're at the chimera antark so mm-hmm. very quickly summing it up gone and kill a lead leave greed island they met this dude named kite or they meet this dude named kite and they they all get hired because there's a strange insect leg that washes up on this beach um that belongs I think to one a species thing to about kite is that uh in the manga uh, we see Kite in chapter one or something like that. Yeah, Ooh, uh, I did not know that. Yeah, he's, because, he's introduced. Uh, Gonin, he's introduced in chapter one. He kind of, he's one of the factors why Gon wants to become a hunter, which is a strange thing. I don't know why they didn't put in the anime, because that would have had the impact of Chimera Ant even. Oh yes. Higher. Yep. But they just uh, in the anime they just uh, throw in the fact that Gon and Kite have a history together. Yep, and in so, in a way like. Kite was more present for Gon than Jing was. Yeah, he was more of a mm-hmm. father figure for Gon, which was more. It was more established in the manga than in the anime. Yeah, um, I think. So, I think. Well, hold on. I think it's a little fleshed out yeah, in the nineteen nineties anime, because I've mm-hmm. seen some clips of Kite and Gon interacting way before the Chimera Ant thing. So that might be more history that you oh, could yeah. explore. The nineteen nineties anime. Yeah, it didn't cover the. Uh, Chimera Antarctic because it took uh, eight years to finish. <laughs> <laughs> a minor eight years. I know a lot of the um, Hunter Hunter fans when 2011 was coming out, they were very excited to see the Chimera Antarctic animated because they've seen other stuff, other versions of the animations for the previous arcs. Yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. So, Gone Killua Kite. They all are hired to investigate this strange leg that washes up uh, on this beach. And it belongs to a species of creature called the Chimera Ant that are from a place called the Dark Continent. Um, Chimera Ant Queen is what the leg is from. Out of nowhere, there are a bunch of Chimera Ants now. Um, Khan, or Khan, Gon Kiluakite arrive. They have to stop the Chimera Ant Queen and the eventual... um, army of chimera ants to help try to save it which is interesting because in the whole grand scheme of things chimera ants on the dark continent aren't even that huge of a threat 
Yeah, they're just uh, like a regular thing. What? Which is very similar to the... Yeah. Which is very similar to the whole concept in Yu Yu Hakusho with Toguro being a level B uh, demon. When if when you go into the demon world, the top tiers are like A and S's. Yeah. The Chimera Ants aren't that serious in the Dark Continent. There's things much, much more terrifying in the Dark Continent than Chimera Ants. Dang. Which is terrifying to think about. Yeah. Wow. And the thing about the interesting thing about Chimera Ants is they're also called gourmet ants, according to the wiki. But uh interesting thing about them and key thing about them in the uh this arc is that they kind of take on traits of whatever they eat. Yeah. <laughs> so you get kind of these weird chimera ants that are I don't want to say hybrids, but they're similar to being hybrid stuff. So they don't necessarily they like look absorb like the soul of mm-hmm. the person they eat. It's it's very strange. It's very it's a very dark art because the way the ants are born is there's an ant that eats a person, and then from from them eating the person, I think another ant is born or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's the queen. So everything queen started the with person. the queen. Yeah. 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 And then was it, so the main, I don't want to say the main antagonist, but the strongest Chimera Ant that comes up is Meruem. The king. And isn't he like, mm-hmm. the king, isn't he like human? He's, or what no, is he? no, they, what they explore He's, a lot is the, the dichotomy between, to be human. yeah, the dichotomy between the ant in him and the human in him. Right. Yeah. Because, like, the, so, ant, and the ant in him wants to just, like, straight up conquer and destroy or make, a like, a world for it. And the human in him is, like, trying to understand this girl they introduced named Komugi, which is, like, a this, pro... Was it a pro Go? Was it Go? Basically a pro board game player who had a special Nen that made her really good at the game and Marum could never beat her. Mm-hmm. But instead of going full-blown ant and just saying, all right, you know, screw this, I'll just kill you, he continues to try to beat her, which mm-hmm. was a very interesting development. And he starts questioning power in general because he knew he was powerful. He can do what he wants physically but for or even mentally to a point because he's a pretty smart person. But he's like, this girl, I can't, I can't beat her. What, 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 is, what is power? If did I we, can't beat this blind girl. Yeah. Did we mention that he killed his mother, the queen? Oh, yeah. Oh, he pops First right thing out. First he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's a very different, like, his introduction is very different from how he ends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole Komugi and Meruem thing is probably my favorite part of Chimera Ant. Besides Kilo and Gontu. Because that was pretty good, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you want to just jump right? What happens with Kilo and Gone here? <laughs> All right, Shoot. I'm gonna just rip the bandaid off. Yeah. Do it. Kite dies. Uh, yep. Gone is straight up in disbelief. So yep. they meet up with these guys, Knuckle and I can't remember the Shout other dude's name. Knuckle. Knuckle reminded me of Kuwabara. Cool, yeah, he has a pamp- pomp- pompadour, pompadour, whatever. Pompadour, How you yeah. say that? Pompadour, yeah, yeah. And. You know, there's a whole bunch of stuff happens. They invade the palace where the royal guard and the king are. And Gon is different. You can quickly see that this dude is... He's not happy-go-lucky. He's not uh, joking. He's 
focused, uh, frowning, angry, and we've never seen him like this before. Yeah, you've never seen this dude like this before. And he finds the person that killed Kite, uh, named Pito, one of the royal guard, and is erratic at the fact that this this the same person that killed Kite is trying to heal Komugi because during the raid she was injured. So he says some really like jacked up stuff to Kilua. Kilua oh, goes on his way. No, you know, you know what was even a little bit more messed up? He had a little hope that Kite was still alive. He didn't yep. know for sure Kite was dead dead. Yep. Until he asked. Yep. And then, you know, of course there's the other fights going on in the background, which are all really good. Mm-hmm. But Gon and Pito go to the place where Kite is, and you see Kite basically stitched his body, stitched together in, uh, I mean, basically a puppet. Yeah, right? he was basically a puppet. Yeah. And Gon is like dejected and in this state of hopelessness and and just destroyed. And and Pito's like, I have to kill you. So Gon in this state basically says you know he does oh she says she has to no it's uh he was getting really angry as he was talking to her and she was kind of freaking out for some reason when you know at that point she or he i don't know the gender because in the manga it's different it's weird yeah pito was stressing over gone before whatever happened happened uh and she was afraid that the whole guard's thing is they have to protect the king they have to protect Meryl she was afraid of gone because she was like oh he's gonna kill the king he's gonna be able to kill the king so he's like I have to end him quick mm-hmm. or something like that yeah yep yeah I remember her talking about something like that so gone snaps and does the covenant thing with his nen and suicide goes, mission basically he's shoot, like, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna die yeah, he's like, I don't, I don't care. care he's, he's, he yeah. literally said, I don't care if this is the end. Yeah. And went through one of the craziest power-ups that I've seen in Shonen history. Yo, and talk about long hair. Yeah. like Talk about long hair for a power-up. Long hair. Straight up hair you couldn't see in the screen for a minute. And he decimates Pito. Decimates. Like, there was no way that he or she was going to win. And, uh, I mean, he's still not really satisfied, so Kilua eventually makes his way over and sees that this this version of Gone is just smashing Pito's head in. And uh, the body, because it's still a Chimera ant, is reanimated and still tries to, to kill Gone. Gone loses an arm, and he was able to dispatch Pito uh, at the cost of basically the rest of his life force. Mm-hmm. It was it was a very touching scene too because Kilo was watching it happen. Gon mm-hmm. turns around as the explosion happens after his John Ken goal or whatever. Yep. Uh, and and he was tearing up because he's yep. like, he he was just hopeless. He looked back with like that Johnny Cash hurt face. Yeah. Like he was <clears throat> he straight up hurt and as a viewer. Just the highlight. That's the last thing we see of Gon. Yeah, yeah, like just as a viewer, this highlights Togashi's genius because 
like Wes said, you don't normally have a negative growth arc that works well. I didn't like seeing Gone like that, but at the same time, reflecting on it, it was beautiful in, in the way that Gone was going through this 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 growth of revenge and Meruem on the same side, like a different side of the same coin, was becoming more human. So it's like Gone became the monster at the end, but Meruem almost became the hero. It was really weird, but it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Very true. And then you got that fight. Yo, talk about the fight with Netero oh, and, and Meruem. <clears throat> Oh mm-hmm. man! Freaking Buddha! Shout out to the boy Netero, but also Rip. Mm-hmm. He flexed so hard oh, he was able to close his know, leg wound. The the most interesting to me of the uh, what are the they're not the commanders that's a one piece term are they the commanders? The guard, the royal like guard, the, the guard was uh yeah. was Poof Shia Poof or whatever. Yo, I hated Poof. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> No, he was annoying, but his his whole conviction was very interesting. Yeah, he was dedicated, a hundred percent. Yeah, he was a scumbag, but he was like a well written scumbag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, Yuppie was cool so, too, though. Yuppie was cool. Yuppie was a straight up inspiration from Parasite. Really, mm-hmm. the manga. Yeah, Kamer uh, Ant arc in general, actually was heavily inspired by the manga parasites very similar in themes and concepts with a foreign invasion into a, the human world uh adapting into human life what it means to be human all those themes are just like parasite even the design of of uh yuppie is a design of one of the parasites in parasite oh now parasite, you mention it big fan yeah i kind of see it hmm. uh so like they mentioned, Netero fights Meruem. Meruem is ultimately eventually defeated, but Netero also passes away from his confrontation with the Chimerian King. Meruem's and that leads was, us. Meruem's well, death, though, was very emotional. He gets yes. expo- he gets nuked basically. Netero mm-hmm. self destructs basically, and Meruem is dying. And then Yupi and Poof come. And give their life force or something to Merom, and Merom becomes even more powerful. But he's also dying at the same time because that bomb was also poisonous. Yep. And then he dies in the arms of him and his lover Kamugi because he ends up falling in love with this uh, the girl he was playing. Okay, the they game weren't. With. They it's weren't. Very they like, weren't lovers, but they were in love. Uh, let's say that. Yeah, they it were. It was lovers. very yeah, like yeah. Frankenstein-y. very Frankenstein monster. Yeah, type and of thing. the the sadder mm-hmm. part is the poison itself. The way it works is it actually, if you're in the proximity of someone who has the poison, it spreads to them too. Mm-hmm. So Meruem dies with Kamugi also being poisoned, so she will soon follow. Right. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. In a way, it was very beautiful. It was a very mm-hmm. sad but beautiful scene. So Let's jump back, though. We didn't talk about Kilua's progression with that Illumi oh, needle. True. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um... I'm not even going to describe it, <laughs> but Kilua goes through a lot of good character development as well, because in Greed Island, Bisky tells him that eventually he will desert Gone in order to save himself, and you kind of see how Kilua is fighting against that, to the point where he literally 
kind of stabs his own forehead and found uh, a needle that Alumi put in him to basically brainwash him. And then that's kind of like Kilua's limiter switch off. So then he's a better friend. Then he has mm-hmm. his Godspeed mode where he goes all lightning and he fights uh, Yuppie. It's pretty dope. Yep. Super, super very, cool. Very, very cool. Super um, cool. But as we are wrapping it up again, Netero dead. Meru, I'm dead. Netero was the chairman of the Hunter. Gone, basically uh, the Hunter dead. Association. Gone, basically dead. Yeah. Barely so, clinging the life. We get to the last arc, which is the 13th Hunter Chairman election arc. Um, relatively short, especially mm-hmm. compared to it. Uh, they need a new leader. Leorio comes up and rises as like a top candidate, even though he doesn't end up becoming it. Um, all of it is a backdrop to Killua and his servants trying to bring Gon back to life using uh, the Nen ability of one Aluka Zoldik. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Alumi and Hisoka are trying to stop Killua. Uh, Which is also from, from the Dark doing Continent. It. Yep. Wait, what's and from the yeah. Dark Continent? Kilua's sibling. Really? Yes. Yo, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> but that and, makes uh, that makes more sense. Yeah, because the ability is broken. Super broken ability. The uh, what's the ability in particular? It could. They called it. What was it? They called Aluka like something like at a split personality mm-hmm. so it'll like the way it talks it'll ask certain things like can i do this and if you say no or you can only it was really weird like you can only say no once or something but if you say it again it'll kill you mm-hmm. yeah it's like a wish granting type of this weird wish granting thing yeah right, right, multiple right. butlers were killed by it things like that so it just didn't i think it was locked up in a room wasn't it yeah. Until Kilo Yeah, Kilo went to out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a whole like rule set with that too. Yeah. Um which is very happens. similar to we're not going to talk about it too much but a lot of the manga stuff which ties mm-hmm. into dark continent stuff, but yeah. Yep. So, anyways, um long story short, Gon comes back to life, but surprise surprise. Oh, we get introduced to the uh the head uh chairs the top dogs of the hunter world oh yeah the, the zodiac Kings. people the zodiacs yeah yeah uh periston periston and king very very interesting yep. cool characters mm-hmm. they, they're, king they're being in, gone's dad yeah he's in this arc too to be at the election or whatever and periston is uh he wants to be the whatchamacallit i think the chairman the next chairman yeah yeah. But um the Gon does punches. come back to life. Yeah. Leorio is able to punch uh Gon's dad. <laughs> yeah, because he's mad at Gon's dad for not caring about For Gon. being a freaking deadbeat. Yep. Yo, true. What's up My with these shonen dads, bro? And I will be gone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. But um also Gon can't use Nen anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh when he comes back. His Ging, Jing, Ging, however you want to pronounce it, does tell him he has the capability to potentially learn how to use it again. But he is just a normal dude when he comes back to life. Yo, yeah. So, and then you get that sad farewell or the split of Kilua and Gon. 
Yep. Which, bro, that hurt me. Yep. I was like, dang, it was no. A, oh, we didn't even mention Gon's whole purpose for being a hunter was to find his was dad. Was to find his dad. Yep. Mm-hmm. Basically, at this point, he's completed his life goal of finding his father. Because the whole reason mm-hmm. he went to Greed Island and stuff was to find clues to find his dad. Yeah. And that actually leads into an interesting point because I'll open it up to just final thoughts on the series as a whole here in a second. But even though we're not talking about it, it is at this point that in the manga with the Dark Continent Expedition and the Succession Contest arc that Gon and Killua, and especially Gon, are not the main characters anymore. Yep, they're not in the story anymore. Yo, what? Mm-hmm. They haven't um, been in the it, story in forever. It is Leorio and Kurapika now. Yep. Kurapika. Um, doing their own thing. Especially this latest arc uh, with Kurapika. So, yep. if this That's were to be... If it were to be weekly released, how interesting is it that up to this point, we had the duo, the dynamic duo of Gon and Killua, uh, but now we have Leoria and Kurapika and eventually just... Kurapika. Mm-hmm. So, and again, an evolution of Togashi's group dynamics, writing, it's, storytelling it's a, style. It's an evolution of shonen storytelling. It's very ballsy to not have your main character that you in Gone, just mm-hmm. not have him in, in an entire arc or two. And not even that. Gone, the last we see of him is on the island where he started, being told he has all this homework to catch up on, right? Something like that. Um, Bro, homework? (laughs) There is no... no, What? There is no hint. Even though... Even though Jing says like, oh, you you can't use Nen now, but you have the capacity to potentially relearn how to use it. There is no hint or no showing of anything that Gon is ready to go back to do any of that. Right. So... Jing is also becoming kind of like a mainish character too, which is interesting. Yep. The freaks... So who knows... The Freaks family, I guess, might be... It's mm-hmm. interesting. It's interesting stuff. Dark Continent and stuff. King's for, uh, which, King has been to the Dark Continent before and all that stuff. Which, cycling all the way back an hour and 18 minutes ago, comes to the frustration of being a Hunter Hunter fan. Where does it go from here? Exactly. Yep. And we are, And we have not gotten a chapter for two years. Just so about. imagine yep. being the fan. Imagine being the fan of a series where you grow with Gon and Killua, essentially just two of them, knowing that Kurapika and Leoria are popping up, doing their own things every once in a while. And there's the swerve that they're now not in it, really, and it focuses on the other two characters. And now, nothing. So, the genius of Togashi in. The way he tells his story, the way he sets up his characters, the way he evolves them through arcs, the way he has them go through positive and negative character arcs is excellent. It's incredible. But when are we going to get more? Any and final thoughts on Hunter Hunter, you guys? I heard, I read an interview that was saying that Togashi doesn't want to basically hire someone else that would draw the story because he wants to finish it himself. Which is, you know, as and an we artist, joked about it. I can understand, but, you know, there's there's levels to this, and mm-hmm. I just hope his health gets better. 
I hope yeah, we get to we'd... see the end. That's my final thoughts. I hope I get to see the end of the story. <laughs> yeah, people at yo, this point, people joke this, about. Yeah, at this rate, I know for sure One Piece is going to end before Hunter Hunter. Yeah, people There's joke so about when to... is One Piece going to end. Yeah, when's Hunter the... Hunter about to end? Yeah, that's not the question. Hunter uh, One Piece is ending. It, you can see the writing on the wall. It's we're we're getting there. Yep. Hunter Hunter has the potential to go on for I don't know three hundred more chapters. With all this yeah. content that they're teasing about the dark continent being a world bigger than the human world that they're living in. Mm-hmm. The biggest threat so far in the series only being category B compared to stuff on the dark continent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like Demetrius said, it's one of those things where I respect the man for wanting to finish the work on his own, but yo... Unless after two years he's about to drop a billion chapters at once and then get back on that weekly grind, yo, <laughs> I don't know if this is ever going to end. Right. Oof. Or if he does something and different, that's, like, you know, instead of doing weekly, like, give me a big, like, monthly chapter, like how Berserk used to release. Mm hmm. But I, I don't that know. Is, that is the unfortunate downfall year, of Hunter Hunter. Before this two year hiatus, he used to do he used to come back at least once a year for a span of about ten weeks to get a volume out a year. I wish he went back to that pace at least. Just ten mm-hmm. chapters a year. And just going back to the beginning, it's not like these chapters we've gotten have done much other than explain stuff. Mm-hmm. And not important story stuff. Literally, chapters spending five, six pages talking about one person's power, and then that's all you get, mm-hmm. right? It's but there's also introductions tough, to new, new, new antagonists that are very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. There's, it's it's not like Hunter Hunter is a series that has its story laid out before it with the end goal in mind that the readers can try to plot theory as much as they want yeah we don't know what the hell is going to happen uh-huh there is so much Could go anywhere being continuously introduced that has been introduced that has not been resolved it's at it's a great series that almost feels too grand for the way that it's going right now right at the pace that it's being written kind of mm-hmm. like game of thrones or a song of ice and fire Yep. Yo, <laughs> lock this man, lock this man up in a, in a room and George! get him to finish writing. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, anyways, any final thoughts on on Hunter Hunter? Fantastic show. Available on I'm sure it's on I've seen it on Netflix and I think it I know it's, it's all on Crunchyroll. So if you haven't seen it, yeah. Definitely go watch the 2011 version because you are in for a ride. Mm-hmm. Yes, one of the best shonens I've ever seen. Bar none. But one of the best stories I think I've ever experienced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here's to hoping that one day it gets finished. Thank you everyone for listening. We put out a couple really big episodes on good old Yoshihiro Togashi. So I think we're going to be taking a break next week as we you know finish up some research on some stuff get back into get back into a little bit of culture type of stuff that we can talk about later on thank you all though for listening we really appreciate it we love all you guys out there all you guys and girls 
um, you know follow us on Instagram at backlogbball my name is Wes this was Saeed and Demetrius and I'll get to hit him with to be continued bebop don't stop